We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Hello and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 238 On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news, and we'll be talking about recent episodes of Major Crimes, Rizzoli and Isles, Young and Hungry, Falling Skies, and the series premiere of Outlander, plus a reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 238. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com, and this week we have joining us... Jenny from TVIsMyPacifier.com. Welcome, Jenny. Thank you. Meanwhile, I waited 18 years for my food to be delivered today, and I delayed <laughs> it, buddy, so my apologies. <laughs> I, kept, I was telling the story just for listeners who don't care, but it's interesting <laughs> that the pizza people were eight minutes away from me and still don't know how to get to my house, and my food was still really hot 40 minutes after it was supposed to be here. Like 20. It was like 25 minutes after it was supposed to arrive. <laughs> but hey, more power to them. Those, you know, those... uh those little cases that they carry the pizza yeah, around true. in, man. Those things yep. keep the heat those in. Those hot boxes. <laughs> the little ovens nice. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hello, and it's been a long time since I've been on the podcast, and so here I am. Yeah, it's, I was just <laughs> saying that. It seems it seems that way, although you were just – weren't you on the – right before Comic-Con? Right before Comic-Con, but doesn't that feel like a long time <laughs> it ago? It does seem like a really <laughs> long time ago. Um, it really does. <laughs> Anyway, yes. Yeah, so hello. Have- yeah, it does seem like a really long time ago, and I just started like posting videos from it like this week. Oh weekend. my god, me too. <laughs> me too. And and finally, just like finally started posting some of that stuff, and then was like, wow, it's it's almost it's the middle of August, like <laughs> almost. <laughs> yes. So some news today: ABC has canceled Black Box. Oh my god, I left. So hard. TV Fanatics comment. TV Fanatics headline was ABC cancels Black Box. In other news, ABC has apparently been airing a show called Black Box. (laughs) I laughed so hard because, I mean, it was just... I I was like, duh, we all know it was canceled. Like, did anybody think it wouldn't be? I didn't even know it aired the whole season. I just assumed it was done it was canceled they didn't want it anymore well you know once they uh once they pushed it up into or down into the eight o'clock slot it's not like that was going to help it out any right exactly (laughs) so in no surprise abc has canceled black box also in no surprises disney channel has renewed girl meets world for a second season though i mean it's a shell of what boy meets world used to be let's be honest you guys it's nothing like the Boy Meets World that was. See, Girl Meets World is sort of written for the teenagers and the kids that watch it. Right. Boy Meets World was a family show that, like, the parents could also enjoy the comedy. Right. And I'm not saying it was great work. It was cheesy as I'll get out sometimes, but it was just so much more adult in a way that it's it wasn't written for a Disney crowd. Yeah, it's definitely uh, yeah. written for the Disney tween audience. Yeah, you and, can tell uh, the difference between yeah, because wasn't what channel was Boy Meets World on? It was an ABC Friday night right. show, right? So it was you know must see TV on Friday night, right? And you can tell it's a definite difference between that and what Disney puts out. 
Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm, I still I am enjoying it. Exactly. I mean, it's one of those things where I love Corey and Topanga. Mm-hmm. I will love Ben Savage indefinitely. I love that guy. So, mm-hmm. of course, I'm watching it, but it's just like, oh, it's not Boy Meets World. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite the same. <laughs> and in another no surprise, <laughs> USA Network has renewed Suits for a fifth season, though I have to be honest, I really haven't been watching this week, this season. I just dropped off and never wanted to go back. Well, it's one of the summer shows yeah, for uh, for all you listening that we were complaining about yeah. <laughs> before in our pre-show rant about too much summer TV. Uh, it's one of the shows that I fell, beyond, fell behind a couple episodes back in the spring or whenever it was that it aired the second half of season yeah. three and haven't caught up with they're all sitting on the DVR, but I went and looked and it's now it's like 11 episodes or something. And I was like, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> behind 11 episodes. So I don't, I don't know. That's, and it's a show that I really like too. And I don't know how it became, how it got back burnered so much. Uh, but I also you know, heard that things. this season hasn't been like the two of them are apart. Yeah. They've gone, a, I guess they've gone sort of an adversarial route, uh, which Hopefully, is something that like they dis- do for the season, and they fix by the end of the season, and they go back. I hate when shows do that. I mean, it's yeah. it's one thing to try and uh, you got to try and do something different, I guess, uh, over time. Because if you do just the same thing over time, it, you you get killed both ways. Is like yeah. if you change, yeah, exactly. If you change, if you don't change at all, people get bored. But if you change too much, then people that like the thing. That is the original reason they started watching exactly. it. Exactly. Then those people start stop watching it because uh, so th- you got to find that right balance of giving some change while still keeping the original sort of dynamic uh, there, so you can keep some people that might get bored on watching and also not have the people that <laughs> right start well, leaving your with- show because it's not the show they started watching. Well, and that goes with so many different shows, too. I mean, if you think about it, Bones and Castle are dealing with that. Uh, Rizzoli and Isles is one that is dealing with that currently, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. So, in, in other news, USA still has not renewed Playing House. And I, uh, what are I they waiting that. for? What are I you know. waiting for, USA? <laughs> yeah. Ugh, it's killing me. It is killing me. Yeah, I don't know. That seems I like it, it did so well much. enough. Yeah. You know, compared to the other stuff, that other things that they've renewed comedy-wise. Exactly. I, they they're keep being, like, they keep, more people are joining, you know, Sirens, and this guy's a series regular, and this guy's a series regular, and I'm like, um, but what about Playing House? <laughs> what about Playing House? <laughs> so we'll wait to see about that. So that's news. Anything else that's out there, you can find it online uh prime time which okay that makes me think about stay by the bell because i was thinking about hang time have you guys watched the trailer for the stay by the bell movie no No, i'm not going to watch it my friend brandon on twitter today was like why do i I hate the idea that i want to watch this so much and i was like (laughs) it looks like it's going to be glorious like it's so cheesetastic i cannot I'm so afraid it's going to ruin the show for me, though. I, see, I worry about that, too, because already the clip is about them all fighting. 
Exactly. Like, but I don't like to think about them fighting, but it looks like it's going to be so poorly acted that I kind of can't wait. Yes, because when they <laughs> because when they fought, they all came together at the end and everything Exactly. Okay. There was always a happy ending. I don't think that will be the case here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that was a little segue because I was thinking about hang time. But in real <laughs> prime time, we'll start with Major Crimes, Season 3, Episode 9, Sweet Revenge. I already forget what this episode was. I watched it like semi-live, too. It was about Sweet Revenge. <laughs> okay. It was the... It was the guys that ran the website that uh, posted naked photos of ex Oh, and then there was and, a there was a and a, sniper, and then there wasn't a sniper, but then there also right. was a sniper. Right. Yeah. <sighs> well, it it it's one of those shows that uh, when they had the guy, and they were like, he has sniper training, and they sort of you sort of see him just like from the side, from the back, and you like recognize him, and you're like, oh, he did it. Right. I <laughs> because it's like, is, he's too well known. <laughs> he's Dylan not like Bruno, super well known, but he's well enough known yeah. that he, he's going to be the bad guy. Yes. Dylan Bruno, he'll always be Colby Granger from numbers to me. Yeah. But every time you see him, you know he's got to be the one who did it. Well, this is exactly like anytime what's his name shows up, David Crumholtz. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's he can't be a good guy. He's gonna kill mm-hmm. someone. I mean, you know, because he killed Lucy years ago on ER. But, like, but Major Crime is actually notorious for doing that. Like, they right. always have the main star be like, like a big guest star is obviously the killer. Oh, that's 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 a that's a whole TV thing, but though. It's, yeah, it's sort of that's the the law and order of it. Of, yeah, of, of bringing on, but. But within that, even though you're like, oh, he did it. So it's it's not about the mystery. It's about the story as it involves. Yeah. yeah. And it actually was a pretty oh. interesting story. And, and you know, good performances. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the various, you know, reasonings and things that people had for stuff. And then uh, the side story with the Raider and Rusty and, mm-hmm. and her son. Well, her son was a jerk. <laughs> he was. But, you know, that was all because of Jack, who yeah. is a piece of work. Yeah. Yeah. But it gave, you know, it gave her that scene of, like, her, like, just being like, I, I don't even know who you are right now. Oh, that was a great God. scene. And, uh, Killer. And there's, I don't know, there's some people out there that don't like the Rusty and that side, you know, that side right. storyline and stuff. But I think that's, it's too funny because... Uh, Rusty is just the replacement for Fitz, where Fitz was the home storyline for Brenda on the closer, right? And so they just—they're doing the same thing. It's just they—they they did it a different way. Instead right. of giving uh, her a love interest, they gave her, you know, a you know somebody to, a, you know, a new somebody to look after. I uh, like it because it, it gives Sharon a completely different side to her. Yeah. You know, I mean, we see we see her at work like we saw Brenda Lee at work. But when when she was with, you know, with Fritz, it they were still adults. They were you know, they both had these law enforcement jobs. And with Rusty, it it brings out the protective mama bear side of Sharon, which is really, I think, different and interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I actually. And I, I like the kid too. Yeah, I, 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 do, I do too. I do too. So yeah, 
but yeah the the story about when um when dylan bruno you know kept saying he only you know i only turned away from my laptop for a second yeah oh talk about heartbreaking as a mom you know i kept imagining all the parents who said that about turning away from their child for a moment yeah. And then in that moment, the child's gone, whether kidnapped or killed or, you know, whatever. It He just played it so well. The the anger and the heartbreak. Oh, it just. Oh. Yeah. No, I agree. They they sometimes catch me like I'm not ready for it. And I'm always surprised when like it's really emotional. Right. Well, yeah, they also have the, you know, there's an, sort of a pattern to the season, too, a little bit like. You know, a couple episodes ago, they had the big, uh, you know, where they brought on for the first episode where they brought on uh, uh, Lori Holden as the, you know, for oh, right. the Special Operations Bureau. And it's, you know, it's a it's sort of a big episode and sad. And then that's immediately followed by the more comedic, uh, you know, where they where Luke Perry is the guest star as somebody <laughs> from TV, which <laughs> right. was a completely hilarious episode. But it's like such a 180 from like right. the previous episode and then they sort of jump back to but they, it always seems to be wherever they like they sort of peek out with a you know an interesting or sort of sad story or something really big yeah it's always followed by the humorous episode like the next week it's sort of like a palate cleanser <laughs> the although they're the not season. gonna the, yeah but they're not gonna do that for this week to next well week. then they then they ramp yeah. back up into the the you know season finales or mid-season finales right. or whatever and then Fritz is having a heart attack, and then what yeah. do we do? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And then yeah. they'll have, you know, I'm sure they'll have another, there'll be another more humorous episode when they air episodes around Christmas time. Yeah. Right. There'll be one that, that falls in Lighter there. Lighter and, right. And, and stuff when they when they come back with the last few episodes. But, but yeah, I I know, I continue to like the show. I, it changed, you know, it changed up somewhat. Uh, a little bit, you know, from the closer, obviously, because you mm-hmm. you changed a major part of the of the show. But I think they've continued to you know, they've maintained the style of the show, uh, and uh, and well, having you know, the ma- other, having the other characters right uh, on there, and uh, I I think they do, and they continue to do a really good job. Where whatever the mystery of the week is the way that they unfold the stories are always interesting mm-hmm. and they usually get pretty right. good performances out of whoever is, you know, the, whoever the suspects are or right. uh, stuff. And uh, it, it definitely, I, I still think, you know, it, it's still like a cut above uh, for, you know, like the procedural cop show yeah. uh, right now than, than some of the other, you know, even some of the other stuff uh, that TNT has. Right. <laughs> Speaking of, that's our next word. Next word, <laughs> next show. Um, another TNT show, Resilient Isles, season five, episode eight, Lost and Found. I mean, I, it's one of the shows I do say that I, I, I watch like Tuesday nights. Like I don't, it's not a show. It, you know, there's a lot of stuff that is, I wait until Saturday and catch up. But right. to, Resilient Isles is a show that I watch the night it airs. And I don't necessarily know why, <laughs> but I really like the two of them together. I really like how they've handled Lee Thompson Young's death and how they've handled the Barry story on the show and how they're not going to replace him. And they're bringing in this tech person because they really just aren't replacing him. 
I mm-hmm. actually like how they brought her in uh, yeah. because bringing in anybody to replace him was going to be difficult. But I think the sting was lessened both for viewers and for the characters because she's a woman. So there's that difference. And she's a crime scene analyst, not a detective. Um, right. So I think that, you know, they help lessen the sting. I agree with that. I think that it's smart. And, and it was just like, almost as if she was always there. Now, I know they did focus on her being new, but like the mm-hmm. things that she did very quickly, that they were like, oh, that's great. That really helps. Like, we understood mm-hmm. kind of why they had to do it. And right. because, and I read an interview that the showrunner gave where she was saying, like, they don't, like, detectives don't do that like Barry was doing. Right. So bringing in a tech person instead of another detective right. actually makes sense. Well, especially since you've got Frankie, yeah. who, it, he's not a permanent member of their squad, is he? think just have him in there like he's not officially a detective i don't think or maybe he is but he's not like officially their team yeah i think he's a detective but he was still rotating or whatever i don't think he's ever been assigned to homicide right and so it's like he's in limbo or something um doesn't even have a desk or anything so yeah um but i i don't know if i like i didn't know what they were going to do with her being pregnant and Because I am such a fan of Casey, I didn't want her to be like, I'm having a baby and Casey can deal with it. And that just seemed weird to me. And then I noticed that they weren't really showing her gaining any weight. And like, so I kind of, I kind of knew that how, because the interview that I read and this, I don't think it's a spoiler because they're not going to actually talk about it. Right. But like for all, like she landed pretty hard and she was hit pretty hard. So we're pretty sure she lost the baby. So I just, I like that they give Angie Harmon emotional stuff to deal with because she's really good. Uh Um, But it's just one of those things where it's like, why did we go through it if they knew that they were just never going to actually go through with it? Oh, well, I know they changed showrunners. Right. Um, That's true. And uh, Chris Vance, you know, maybe he had planned to maybe come back Except then, you know, now he's got Transporter. Right. So maybe if he'd been able to stick around, they'd have kept the pregnancy storyline. I don't know. It's different. For me, she is the lead character in this show. Right. Uh, There's, uh, yes, there's Mora, but without the crime, without the police, then, you know, it would be a a show about the medical examiner, which is not a bad thing, but that's not what the show is. Exactly. Um, And yes, you have Corsac and Frankie, but Jane, without Jane, it would become a very different show. And so it's unlike Scandal, where they could hide Kerry Washington's pregnancy because they weren't writing it into the show. Or even NCISLA, where they sent Kinsey away to Afghanistan because the actress was pregnant. Right. That's an action series, too, but there were are multiple other leads to carry it. Um, so while she was, even if she had stayed and the character had been pregnant, sh- they could show her there in the office right. doing things and yet still have the action with the other characters. With this one, I had the feeling that once she got to be big pregnant, 
then it would lose a lot because she wouldn't be out in the field as much. Right. No, that makes sense. So I, I was, I, 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 it sounds awful to say that I'm glad that I think she lost the baby because it's terrible to say, but for the show itself, they would have had to skip the majority of her actual, you know, the majority of her pregnancy yeah. and pick back up when she'd already had the baby for the show to work. I agree with that. Jason, so, are you watching? I was watching, but it's one of the shows that I'm behind on. Oh, uh, I watched the first three episodes, I think, of the season before I started falling behind. So, you know, I was interested to hear you, your guys' thoughts on how they've dealt with the, you know, the loss of of that character. And, uh, but yeah, I, that's, but that's a storyline that's, to me, that's weird, where it's it's one of the problems that these types of shows have when they have these recurring characters mm-hmm. that they they only have access to when they're available. Right. And so if they turned out to, you know, like you said, uh, he ends up with his own series, so he's not exactly available to be on this series. And so they do something weird where they just, in such a weird way, where you're just like, Casey doesn't seem like the guy, the type of guy that would just take right. like, <laughs> an email or a message across Skype or something like that. And it's like, you don't have to worry about it. I'm going to take care of it myself. And you're just right. like, and it, it, the thing that it bothers me is not that he's not available anymore. It's that now they've turned the story into now the guy's an asshole. Right. <laughs> you know, when... Right. I, I wish they'd, uh, if they, I almost wish they had recast him or. It's just a weird storyline that they started on and then, there were too many things that were potential problems. Like you said, right. uh, you're not going to, when you have one of the main characters of a show where a lot of stuff revolves around her, I mean, it revolves around her, her family, where she works, right. and, you know, more it, while is sort of a lead is also kind of the friend. Uh, it's, it really does mostly revolve around her uh, right. more times than not. And so, yeah, you can't have her. No. You know, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah. writing a desk for half a season or well, that's, something. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, if they had skipped ahead, you know, if they had announced that she was pregnant and yeah, or, then yeah, time or, lies or, and... or dragged it out till the end of this season, and then we we pick up, you know, next season or, after, you know, the next yeah, part the, of this season or whatever. Yeah, and the baby's and like she'd had the baby. old or something. Exactly. Yeah. Then I can see it working because, you know, you've got this this other side to her. She's got enough friends and family to help her out. But yeah, and they could have yeah, they could have totally handled the Casey part differently yeah. even without him being on. Agreed. They could have just had him supporting her from afar, so to right. speak. Um, what do you guys think of Enver as Jack? I I like him, but is he too perfect? I know, right? <laughs> like I, mean, I really like him. Such problems, and she always, yeah, she always says somebody wants to like kill her or someone. But so then, <laughs> but then, are we trained as people who have watched Mora have all these guys who want to kill her? Like, are we trained to think he's too perfect, but he really is just like a really nice guy? I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's the one thing I found odd was that he sent Jane that baseball. Not that he sent her a gift, just that he sent her a family heirloom. That you know that was so right. expensive. 
they haven't been dating that long. Right. So No, you're right. I don't know. It does seem a little fast. Yeah, yeah. But that said, I like their flirtation. I liked it when they first met. Um, you know, I Yeah. I hope that it plays out to where he is a nice guy because she deserves to have somebody. Yeah. But I agree yeah. with all of that. Jason, do you care at all this- about the relationship? <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't watched far enough in the season to even Oh, that's right. It, you so. haven't met him yet. Um I mean, he's really they do have great interaction and I think that he actually uh-huh. They just, they have great chemistry, which I think is good. Well, and, and she, he, he challenges her, um, mentally too. You know, he's probably, he's not as smart as she is. Uh, I'm not sure anybody he is, exactly. but he, he does give her someone, um, that she can talk to on a, on a peer level mentally, I guess. Right, because even you know, even as close as she and Jane are, like Jane is not as intellectual <laughs> as Mora is, and you know, right, she's got the street right. smarts. Mora has the book smarts, and right. that it helps that Mora has like somebody to know right. about her day with. So I'm enjoying the show. I'll keep watching it. It's it's a show. Like I said, I, I always go back to it. Like I always watch it Tuesday nights. <laughs> now so I'm, I'm one, interested one, to see where it goes. One more quick thing, though. What do you think about yeah. the the girl Tasha from the episode? Because I don't know how long I want to see her stick around. Uh, because well, you didn't. Uh, maybe I shouldn't talk about the preview. It's all the previews where she's trying to foster her. So yeah, yeah. So I feel I, like I, if if Jane has lost the baby and then becomes her foster mother, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe we get part of that same, um, you know, mothering type of thing i guess i it'll be interesting i'm interested to see kind of where it goes yeah yeah so that's Rosalian isles here's a show i never thought i'd be smitten with young and hungry season <laughs> one episode seven young and secret emily osmond is just way over the top she really uh, gives she, it her all she is but adorable totally she is <laughs> so <laughs> adorable and I just find myself so enraptured with these people. Like, I think that every, I hate the Caroline person and I think we're supposed to. Oh, we're supposed to, because you know, we're supposed to be rooting for, for Gabby and Josh. And I really like how Gabby and Josh are open about that. Like, they're Mm -hmm. like, we have this thing, this thing happened. It doesn't go away. We can't pretend it never happened. And right. I just really think it's, just so charming and and she has toned down a lot since the pilot and i think that she actually is really like an adept comedian like she her timing is great her like i think that she just she needs to be doing this you know and i didn't watch hannah montana or whatever she was in but (laughs) but she and and jonathan sadowski is just so like sarcastic and great i love him and i love the (laughs) jesse mccartney part of it all (laughs) <laughs> I, I just i think that rex lee maybe needs to calm down a little bit yes those two those two side characters and i don't mind kim whitley as much rex lee is a well, mess well like in this last episode though they gave them you know their sort of own little side storyline together and it was just too much oh yeah. see i i guess i'm on the opposite side because 
to me, they're crack me up funny. And, you know, there's no, there's no worry about chemistry. There's no worry about relationships with them. He is over the top. She's a little more dry and together they just make me laugh. From last week's bathtub scene to this week's juice diet and smelling the mushrooms and them wanting the other to feel good, so they both set the scale back. I that just was really sweet. And then the friends yeah. showed up, and they were yeah. It's that's, that's you know, there it's it's that friendship that makes well, the, me laugh. The scale part was funny. The bathtub scene last week was funny, but that but see that was sort of more low key. Like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't so over the top. Uh, uh, some of it is just it, some of it that bothers me is, is it goes to the louder is not funnier. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. sometimes they just get they just get bigger or more bombastic. And that's it doesn't add any it it doesn't add yeah. anything to it. It just makes it uh, more annoying. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I know we're not live and this isn't going to matter, but people are saying Robin Williams died. OK, going to look. <laughs> That'd be news, wouldn't would it? Be big. Oh, my God. Oh, of apparent suicide. Marin County Sheriff's Office says more to come. Oh, my God. I love him. See, you know, I'm not seeing anything yeah, I just saw on BuzzFeed Google. News po- it's nothing on Google. I just looked it up. But BuzzFeed just posted something, and I just saw Mashable say something about it. And I guess they broke into um, a news story. But it literally was in the past, like, minute this has happened. Anyway, I mean... I will continue to follow that story, but <laughs> I guess well, I mean that's not that something I should laugh at. I know it's it's not. And in my head, my first reaction because I'm a terrible person was, "See, you shouldn't have canceled the crazy ones." Oh damn! <laughs> my mind goes to comedy when I don't know how to what to say. But yeah, so I don't know. Just the the show itself, though, Young and Hungry. It I think it's still sort of finding its way a little bit. Uh-huh, and definitely. it has, yeah, like like with Emily, like I was saying with Emily, she's shaking out like the kinks, and she and her friend are really funny together, and I like that person too. Like it, it is, it's they're working through it, and I really think that it's going to be like a solid show. I, I, yeah, I agree, and I was charmed. I'm miraculously charmed by it because <laughs> I was not expecting it. I was against it. <laughs> yep. I I really enjoy it. Well, also, I, I wasn't a big fan of the way they started it either. Uh, this the storyline that they did, you know, in the first episode. That's uh, with Gabby and Josh. Yeah, that's a that's a weird way to start the will they won't they relationship in your. <laughs> um, uh, it is, but I also like it because it shows immediately that they've got that chemistry that they've got and right. then they've got that to play off of. Yeah, that's well, true. But you also this, have so... but you also have your two leads that you're supposed to really like carrying around this secret. You know, right. But it and, and it but that... it isn't like he cheated because they were on a break. They were on a break. <laughs> yes, Classic break. Very it was very <laughs> Ross Geller of <laughs> It really was, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm interested to so... see how they handle it when she does inevitably find out. Oh, yeah, because she's got to. Um, but I wonder if that's going to be like season finale. Yeah. Or will they wait until the next season? Who knows? But we'll see. Yeah. So that's Young and Hungry. Uh, Outlander, season one, episode one. Is that Sassanok? Yeah, something like that. Okay, uh, now I will, I will 
say something very quickly and then I'll let you guys get to it because <laughs> I, I had hopes that I would like this, but I couldn't even get through it all. I, historical romances are not my thing. The effects are great. I love the accents, but I can't do period dramas. I don't watch Game of Thrones or Mad Men or Downton Abbey, no matter how popular or highly recommended they are. So, you know. Well, okay, so that leads me to what I tweeted about it, which I want to find the exact text that I used because this is my reaction it was to something about uh, bored now. <laughs> yes. Totally un quote unquote dark willow about Outlander. Hashtag bored now. Um, hashtag, but the music was amazing because Bear McCreary is never not amazing. I just, I found myself fast forwarding. I was like, I know she's going to time travel. When is she going to time travel? Why do we spend all this time in the forties? Like I did like that, like that her relationship with her husband seemed really strong, even though they were just kind of reconnecting and, and it was, she's a great actress, but yeah. well, I get that they had to, uh, give you some time with the relationship, you know, in you know, their present day, you know, being the, you know, after the, after the war to give you some connection to those two characters so that when she goes back and you see, uh, but it was also like, basically it was, it's a good thing your husband's into history so that he can teach you all about this area right before you time right. travel back into, right. <laughs> back into the, the area that he's talking about that mostly, like you said, there were some good performances I don't know. Maybe it's just the way things work these days that you expect things to go so much faster uh, that yeah. that it did seem like, uh, you know, for a 60 something minute episode that it was, you know, that it was a good 40 something minutes, I think, in before she ends up back in time. Right. So while I see that it it's needed, it still felt I, I mean, it's it's one of those things that goes either way, like if they jump straight to the time traveling stuff, then it feels like you'd never got any connection to what her life was like. And, uh, you know, the people in her life and where she came from. So, right. I don't know, maybe it could have been a little shorter, but mainly the voiceover was a little annoying. Uh, sometimes at least the voiceover was also, you also got a flashback or something that, uh, that went along with it. So it wasn't just the voiceover telling you stuff. Uh, yeah. But mainly when it got to the end of the episode and the voiceover says something like, uh, but I was something about that she was realizing that this was the just the beginning of her journey. And I was like, that I'm not going on with her. Uh, <laughs> you know, that was right. That was that was my thought was there was a lot of interesting stuff, but this was obviously not a show for me that uh, by the end of it, there wasn't anything that really hooked me that I was like, oh, I can't wait to see. Uh, the, you know, the next episode. Yeah. Right. Uh, yes. I, it was just, I, I kept seeing so many people on Twitter, like, this is beautiful. It's wonderful. It's amazing. It's the best thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, are we watching the same show? <laughs> those like, are, those I know have gotta I have... be. Well, it does look Sorry. really good. It <laughs> is very pretty. And I do, I will say. Maybe I those are appreciate... the diehard. They must be. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. Because I appreciate when you, it was a very clear color change. When it was, right. she had, she had traveled through time. It went from slightly brownish green to like vivid green. And you knew instantly that that was the moment it happened, which I thought was a really solid statement. Again, Bear McCreary is a genius. His music is amazing. 
I will, I most often watch any show he's a part of as, as far as composition goes. I just, I don't want to have to fast forward through a show. Right. Well, I think those that are so staunchly saying they loved it, maybe the hardcore book fans. Yeah. You know, which I didn't even know, like it was a book until everybody was like, oh, oh yeah, you know, yeah. You know? And I think some, some of that comes with their, their, their scene, you know, like real life versions of these characters that they love from the books and they're projecting things that they know are going to happen into the future and onto these things. Right. I think that's some of it, right. some of it too. Cause from what I'm, I'm watching, I'm like, I, the, the series is now this woman from the forties is trying to live, you know, in the 1740s <laughs> or whatever, right. you know, uh, wherever it was in the 1700s, uh, as opposed to the 1940s. And, uh, what would somebody and what she knew then and how would that fit into where she is now? And, I just didn't see like what the ongoing story was that, that, that really hooked me and, you know, the potential romance between her and the guy that she put his arm back in his socket, Yeah, you know, going forward, all this, you know, I don't know. It just, uh, there, I don't, I didn't get this, the, really the romance of it, you know, of, <laughs> yeah. I think that's where some people are projecting their, future things onto it uh, just from watching it, having no knowledge of the books or anything like that. They're just by the end of the episode. Uh, and, you know, I'm normally one that, is, you know, gives things, you know, multiple episodes, a couple of episodes. Right. Uh, but, right. But there's, but I usually do that within the context of there's something there's, there's something that you see in that first episode that you sort of can latch onto that you at least want to see more of that. Uh, and you hope that the other things around it build out to become more interesting, uh, you know. But this just uh, by the, yeah by the end of it, I was just like, uh, well, good luck on your journey, and uh, right. <laughs> and and enjoy the ride. Yes. Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe someone else can tell me how it ends. So yeah, um, so that's sorry. Go the ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. so apparently all NBC and EW and Fox News. Uh, they're all confirming that Robin Williams. Yeah, his is wife put out a statement. Yeah, so that's so sad. I love too his daughter. Bad. Yeah, his Man. daughter Zelda is a friend. I love. Um. So yeah. So Outlander, boring. We're we're all kind of out. Uh, our <laughs> last enough. show. No. Now here's the thing. Speaking of fast forwarding through shows, here's our last show for prime time. Falling Skies season one episode eight. A thing with feathers. I just. I guess I was tired last night. I just wanted to fast forward and see what would happen and make sure that Tom Mason was found and make sure that Maggie woke up and make sure that, you know, she was mad at Hal, but also still loves him and make sure that Ben was like, Oh my God. I like, I just wanted to get, so there were so many quiet moments where I was like, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. So I may have missed like important dialogue, but I just found the episode to be kind of boring. Well, it was a, It was sort of uh, for well for a show like this, it, w- it would be sort of like the bottle episode where everybody yeah. was very confined to an area. It, a lot of it took place uh, with uh, you know Tom and the other guy uh, underground. They gave a lot of that gave uh, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but that that character like some backstory uh, where he tells you know what happened to his family 
and why he's so freaked out about being buried. It, it was all kind of interesting, but it, it all sort of uh, felt like a placeholder uh, until, yeah. until you get... Like we're just moving pieces around until they're all kind of in a place where... And, and which which always, I guess, you know, sometimes is needed, but also feels weird in a show that only runs 12 episodes. It's like, uh, you know, if you're doing 22, 24 you know, episodes for a season and you come across a couple of, uh, a couple of episodes that sort of are just like running in place because they, they need to fill out 26 episodes of something that you, you can sort of get that in your head. But when it's, you're doing like 10 or 12 episodes of something and then you, but you still get an episode that feels fillery. Like I don't, I I don't, I know what you mean. It just seems, I mean, there was some stuff that took place. I mean, you know, Maggie and her, you know, I kill aliens, but I, you're not going to, I don't want to be, you know, sort of become one uh, type of thing. Some of that stuff was interesting. A little bit of the, you know, the, I don't know, the developing love triangle between the brothers and Maggie. That Uh. Anne and Hal scene where they were, (laughs) but I got to say though, the Anne and Hal scene where they were, she was like, it's not working. He's like, you can't let her go. And he was... Drew Raw was so good in that point at that moment. Moon Bloodgood was so good. Like it was there were little moments that when I saw it was happening, it was like so like it was so emotional and they were so good. But then it was like, oh, and now people are walking and now this guy hears a beeping and hey, I, I don't know. It was just I don't care about Lexi. I think Lexi is insane and I think they need to get rid of her. But I'm sure they're setting it up for it to be like some you know, they're starting to show that she has little moments where she's like, oh, my God, I don't want to be with the Esfeni, but she's totally a, like she's totally embraced the Esfeni. I just I, I'm sure they're setting it up for her to, like, save them at the end or like help them in some way at the end. But do they really want that after she killed Lorda so so harshly, but didn't think she was hurting her, not hurting her, but didn't think that, like. It was that big of a deal because she wanted peace, which that's creepy. I just, Falling Skies, they have what, two episodes left? Ten episodes a season? Something like that? I, I think there's 12. I want to say there's 12. Oh, maybe I'm there's on, 12. Uh, hold on. I'll look real quick. Because, you know, if there's, still, if there's still four episodes left, I'm just like. Yeah, there are 12. And then what's the thing blinking in the moon? And why are suddenly everything lighting up? I just. I don't know. Sometimes they just kind of hit the reset button, do all the same things they always do. (laughs) And sometimes it works. And sometimes I'm like, just move on. Anyway, that's falling skies. I love the show. Like, honestly, I love the show. And, um, I just wish that like, there weren't episodes that I was fast forwarding through. (laughs) That's That's about it. Um, Although is that, is that part of your catch up plan? (laughs) Is that you just, Is it you're watching like 10 minutes of every 40 minute episode? I should. I should just watch 10 minutes, fast forward and see like, see if it looks like something's important. And then if I have to, I'll, I'll rewind a little bit. Or, or, <laughs> or get the, or, or hook things up like Kyle and watch it at the two X or whatever. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do with So You Think You Can Dance sometimes. Oh, that's oh, yeah. I, 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 well, that's, I didn't even think about that yeah. for reality. So you think you can dance on reality list now, too. Well, that's, okay. that's <laughs> one of those shows that, uh, well, that's one of those shows that you can, like, if you just fast forward to where they're dancing, you can cut. No, I fast forward the dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fast forward a majority. So you're, I, I get through you're all about the comments on the dancing. 
You're like, oh, that looks pretty guys. good. Fast forward. Oh no, we'll I, about- I even skip the comments. I get through a 40 minute episode of that in, in about 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's just like if you if you just like watch just the dance numbers, you could cut it down to. Well, sometimes if the dancing is just terrible, we'll talk about. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anything else to add on content before we move on to reality? No, um, no. Amory's, Amory and Jenny's reality check because we're going to talk about a couple things. So since I didn't, we didn't have it on here, but we're talking about it. So you think you can dance? Right. Um, it's funny though because if there's a bad dance, not necessarily a bad dance, but a dance I'm just not feeling like Broadway numbers, anything Tice is involved in, I right. start watching it and I see if there's a connection. If it looks like it's going to be a really good dance, fine, I'll watch the whole thing. Otherwise, I'll watch it on two X or three X just to kind of see it. Because you can still see it. You can still see the lines. You can still see the performance. I right. just don't have the time to care about a Broadway number when it's, like, pretty clear that those people are the ones going home or whatever. Right. Um, do you have a favorite dancer this season? Um, I like Ricky. Yeah, I um, think everybody likes and, Ricky. And I like Valerie. The Valerie's tapper. the tapper. Yeah, she's adorable. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She is just, and she reminds me of uh, the baker on How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> she does. She totally does. Ashley they, Williams. They look totally, very similar. Absolutely. Anyway. They totally do. Um, but, but yeah, um, I mean, I, they're my two favorites, I think. I don't know that I necessarily care for many others. And this season, it's different than it was last season. Last season, I didn't really like anybody. <laughs> I just kind of watched through the motions. There wasn't like I liked Jasmine, I liked Aaron, but I didn't right. love anybody, and it took a while for me to really even care. But this season, I do, do enjoy Valerie, and I do want them to like keep going, and I want to see them right. kind of get there. Plus, they were great together, and right. I don't know. There are some people I'm still like, why are yeah, they there? Well, yeah, I mean, some of them just haven't you know grabbed me, and I'm, I I look at them and go. I don't remember you what? even this exactly. far in. I don't remember you. And that's exactly. not a good thing, you know, and I, that's um, mainly the girls. I, we were talking, guys um, I remember. But. Yeah. So I was talking with my friend, Max, he and I have watched, so I think you dance for like what? 11 years now. So he and I were talking about how it doesn't, if the judges know someone's in jeopardy, they get a good choreographer. They get, mm-hmm. Sometimes they get their own things. Like, I, I think it like, uh, what's her name? Jessica and the tall guy that she mm-hmm. danced with. I don't remember his name. Um, they got Travis and they got this emotional, beautiful performance, right? right. And so obviously they don't get kicked off because they performed a great Travis Wall routine. But right. then you have someone like Emilio who gets, like, I don't know. It, just this theory that if they want someone to stick around, they're going to give them Travis. They're going to give them yeah. Uh, they're going to skew it to name? make Sonya. it. So... They're right. not going to give them a stupid like disco Bollywood, right? <laughs> you know, like, was... I love Dev Dev whatever Dev Nicole. I love him, and I do enjoy right. when I see Bollywood. But disco's my least favorite that they do, and then they combined it with Bollywood. <laughs> Who decides to combine disco right. and Bollywood? And exactly. who thinks that's a good idea? Exactly. It was just um, bizarre. And then my, you know, I think about somebody like um, Jackie this week. She got a Travis Wall in her own uh, style. Right. With a great, with, with her own style partner. 
And that to right. me was like, we don't want Jackie to leave. So let's show you how great she is. And sure, she right. may have been voted off because it was, you know, America did vote. But it just felt like it just feels like they know right. who's going to, you know, not be high up there. And then they're like, let's give right. her something great. So people are like, oh, I don't want them to go. So <laughs> right. it's manipulative on their part. But I'm still watching it. Um, we want guest judges this season. What are your thoughts on that? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I like, I always like seeing Christina Applegate. I just think she's adorable. And she, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, like I said, I always, I, I just always like seeing her, but there have been a couple and, and don't ask me names that have really been all about the dancing and all Maybe about critiquing Misty Copeland. She's been all yeah. about the dancing. Yes, and I think that's great. I do too. Because so much of Mary and Nigel sometimes is not solely yeah. about that. Uh, I mean, there is there is a lot of that, but but yeah, I mean, she is. You can tell she is a dancer, and that's what she does. Right. And so, yeah. And, and they, I mean, I've been I impressed. Like just- I guess. I have been too, and I feel like this season they've really tried to focus on people who do understand dancing a little bit. Like right. Tara Lipinski, she not necessarily gave great dance critique, but she right. she knows performance, and she performance, had clearly right. she had clearly been watching the whole season, saying, "Remember right. a couple of weeks ago when you did this?" Like she was right. clearly invested in it. Misty Copeland right. was totally invested. Anytime Christina Applegate's there, she is clearly a fan. So I think yeah. they're really trying to do something to make sure that you know, they're getting good feedback other than I think you're so cute and I like your outfit. Exactly. Exactly. That doesn't help a dancer get better. Right. Yeah, I agree. So 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 you think you can answer we're still watching. I hope it does kind of continue for a while. I it's a show that I think is has kind of rolled with the punches really well. It's held up. Oh yeah. Um, you know, getting shows you know losing a performance show or losing a result show or things like that they've they've handled it better than i think i think dancing with the stars was a little spastic when they losing things and (laughs) they started changing how it would be done every week and you would find out you were voted off first or last or whatever right but i think so you think you can dance has really settled into a rhythm and i think i'm happy now that america's voting because nigel tends to vote for the pretty girls (laughs) <laughs> who aren't necessarily the best dancers. So I, I'm happy with the season so far. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah I am too. So Master Chef. Uh-huh. I, that Courtney needs to go. That's her name. Right? Oh, I know. Oh, yep. she needs to go. Um, yeah. And I would say. That, Although she is better than she, she was at the beginning. It's true. She hasn't really been. She has down. In the past bit. couple of weeks. Um, I was really a week that that guy was like he put out the wrong food like he put out that girl's food like <laughs> like hey how do you not know it's your own food fine but i mean i did feel bad that they were like that's the rules you have to go because he probably he didn't mean to do it um, no he didn't but leslie ugh. are you another leslie leslie hater was i don't hate him because i think he's a really good chef right i just some of the things that come out of his mouth, I'm like, Leslie, you shouldn't have said those things. Like, he needs a just filter. leave it be. Yes, yeah. he needs a filter. He definitely does. Uh, um, but although, I feel it's less, you know, because things with him have settled down a little bit, I feel it's less, um, what's the word I'm looking for, confrontational among everybody. It really has been about the cooking this season. 
I think so too. Yeah. Which I think is important. Right. And, uh, what cracks me up is watching, um, how well the quiet ones tend to do. Yeah. Like Jamie, I'm, I'm really rooting for her, I think. Yeah. Because she's just this, she just, I don't want to call her a mouse because that has a negative connotation, but, but she is, she's just very quiet and sweet and, you know, but she can cook. And, and so I'm kind of rooting for her because she isn't getting into any of the drama. She isn't, you know. Right. Exactly. I'm excited to see kind of how, because I'm enjoying watching the whole season versus yeah, last me too. season where I think there was a lot more fighting that Chrissy from uh-huh. Philadelphia could stand her. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm just glad that, you know, I, I'm invested in the, in the chefs now. And I'm, right. I think Graham looks great. Good for Graham. Oh, he does, he still, doesn't he? He still holds his fork funny in a weird way. Like watching him <laughs> eat is annoying. But um, but he does look great and good for him. Yep. And yep. so MasterChef, I, I don't have a favorite. Besides, I think maybe I would be rooting for Jamie because like you said, she kind of stays under the radar. Is Elizabeth the one girl's name? Or did yeah, she get kicked off? Um, no, she's no, still there. she's still there. I like uh, her. And I like, a, I like a Ron too. Although yeah. more so now that she and Leslie have kind of set aside their differences. So, exactly. Exactly. So, so she was being so pissed off at the Iron stuff. I don't think he oh. was, honestly, I don't think he was doing it on purpose. No, I don't either. I think he's, no offense, Jason, but he was, he's a guy <laughs> and he wasn't, he wasn't really paying attention. Wasn't, he didn't really care maybe, uh, but she was getting, and I, I guess I understand where she's coming from. I wouldn't want to be called an Iron either. Right. But, you know, so once they kind of settled things, then, you know, you can focus on her age and how well she cooks, right. you know, because she is the youngest. Exactly. So. So there's MasterChef. Um, I yep. just want to comment about Top Chef duels. Uh, <laughs> I wish Marcel would have won. I am a uh, Marcel fan. I <laughs> love that guy. I've met him and I love him. And. I think Richard Blaze is full of crap and oh. I'm just so over the whole Richard Blaze thing oh, and watching see, him. Uh, I just think Marcel should have won. It was his turn. I like Marcel, but I adore Richard Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> I have a huge crush on him. I have for uh, years now. Um, but that being said, I love the concept that they put on for this show. You know, where they're pitting two Top Chef contestants against one another. Kyle agrees with you. He he thinks Marcel should have won. But I maybe it's because I like him so much, but I I thought Richard should have taken it. And so but regardless, we get more Curtis Stone and that's never a bad thing. I do love Curtis. I do love (laughs) Curtis very much. You know, I like Gail, too. She, you know, she's Mm -hmm. so much better than some of the other guest judges and she's not featured on regular top chef enough anymore um so so yeah so master chef Uh, not master chef top chef tools tools, yep um was there other stuff you're watching that you wanted to chat about uh just um food network star because they just oh i forgot about that too honestly i was 
I was kind of disappointed in most of the competitors this season, honestly. Me too, 100%. Um, I, when Emma was kicked off, forget it. I was like, that's who I was kind of rooting for. Yeah, well, I liked, originally, I liked Lenny and, oh, goodness. Uh, now I'm blanking on her name. The one who just went home a couple weeks ago, the pinup girl one. Oh, <laughs> that's what she was reminding me. Yeah, Loria. They they were my two favorite at the beginning, but they she and Lenny both just kind of yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know as time went on, and I can't believe Lenny won. Honestly, he was so I bad. Am, he was so bad just then, in front of the camera. You know what I was as I was watching. I once Nicole was kicked off, and not that I liked her, but she's the one who I thought like Luca. Sure, he's charming or whatever but it was very hard to get around his accent he's, he's very hard to understand yeah and and i think nicole put on kind of a really solid pilot when i watched the parts of them but i watched when lenny was announced as the winner none of the judges thought it was a good idea you could see in their faces <laughs> that they were like really and then lenny's <laughs> crying and going i won't disappoint you and they're like okay yeah, it's will. so weird <laughs> but right. i just feel like I feel bad because, like, Justin, when he won his season, he didn't get a show. He just kind of no, commented. Didn't get anything. So yeah. I'm hoping that it kind of goes the same way that, like, Lenny never yeah. got. So. Yep. Yeah. So Food Networks are pretty down. Yep. So hopefully it'll be, be better next season, but. Yeah. So we'll see. So any other reality shows? Uh, no, I think I'm good on those. I, I, yeah, I watched I, I, way too many of them, but most of them are, 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 uh, food. Ooh, no, I do. Yes, I do have one more comment. Uh, so there are two design competition shows that I'm eating up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, on the new, uh, FYI TV, which used to be which I just Channel. realized I have. I actually now have yeah, the FYI channel. I didn't know. I love it. Um, I, I'm only watching two shows on there, or no, three shows on there. Sorry, but I, I it's kind of neat. It's just it's just a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I've been watching Rojas Showdown on uh, FYI, and then um, on HGTV, flipping the block. And they're I love flipping the block know, because I love Josh. Oh, so I do much. too. I know he's adorable, but but they're they're almost the exact same. With the difference being that on flipping the block, they're living in their house, you know, in, in the right. place they're renovating. Yeah. But we we, I had a friend who lived in Australia, and years ago, and he sent us episodes of their show, The Block, and it was flipping the block, just in you know it was an Australian series, mm-hmm. um, and so my husband and I watched it and really loved it. So I was thrilled when I saw that it was coming, you know, that this one was coming to HGTV. And so then I've gotten big on on both that and renovation or uh, Row House Showdown. And I just am loving them. They're they're so much fun. Um, I can't decide who I want to win on Flipping the Block. Uh, I like all of the teams mm-hmm. on Row House Showdown. There's definitely a team I do not like. <laughs> um uh, well, and, and it's not even that. It's it's not that I don't want a team. I don't want one member of the team. Uh, right. And I won't go into details on that here because I've already started a Twitter war apparently with a fan. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want to drag that, <laughs> that onto here. 
but both shows have just really entertained me and I'm glued to the TV when they're on. So excellent. Well, those that's our reality check for the week on to TV recommendations. My recommendation, I'm like three seasons or two seasons late now is arrow. <laughs> and so I realized as I was, I knew I had stopped watching arrow at some point. Like I didn't think it was watching. I wasn't exactly sure when I had stopped. And it turns out I had watched the ninth episode of season one and this didn't finish. <laughs> and I think it was because there had been so many things on. It was a show that was like getting back up on the DVR and I have it set to delete when I need space and obviously I needed space. So then shows were getting deleted and then I never caught up and it wasn't for lack of interest. I, I did like what I was watching. So I decided this weekend, I might as well, like I was on Netflix. I might as well just, catch up on Amazon arrow. So I finished season one yesterday. <laughs> I started <laughs> Saturday afternoon. I mean, sure. I didn't have to watch all 24 or 23. I had to watch, you know, 10 through 23, but it was great. And I really enjoyed it. And I really am now invested in the show so much so that I'm watching season two, starting as soon as we hang up and um, I'm ready to be all caught up for season three. So I really think that even if you're not necessarily like a superhero fan or anything like that, it's, it's a good game characterish you know review show and what i really love about it is that aside from laurel lance katie cassidy who is just horrific and this is just season one i don't know how it happens i don't know what happens in season two all of the women on the show are so strong and you know episodes are written by women and and women characters on the show are not damsels in distress you know right. sure they get shot or they get hurt or whatever but they fight back and that to me was so in, like such an interesting thing because you don't see that a lot in, in these kind of male led superhero shows. Right. It's always, he's got to save the damsel, but a lot of times he gets out of trouble because of the females that are helping him in his life. So um, I really appreciate that. And I really, really, really think people should go watch it. Season two comes out on DVD on September 16th and it premieres on October 8th. <laughs> so that's Arrow. Season two or season one, like you said, is available on Netflix. Season two is available on, you know, iTunes or Amazon digital download. Mm -hmm. Or there's enough time if you wait for the DVD or Blu-ray to come out on the since it doesn't since season three doesn't uh, premiere till October. So you know you could watch like pretty much like an episode a night from when it comes yeah. out and pretty much be caught up uh, in time. I I would jump on board that one as a. Uh, as a worthy uh, show to catch up with. Excellent. And uh, with that, my, my pick, uh, I, I just, I went through and looked and saw what was, you know, coming out on DVD because I was having trouble. Uh, there wasn't a, a new show coming out or anything that uh, I wanted to recommend as of yet. So uh, uh, I was looking and sure enough, uh, next Tuesday, season five of the good wife comes out Yay! on DVD. Such a solid season. August 19th, oh. and uh, just an absolutely great season. Pro you know, not something you can necessarily jump into and get all the greatness out of it uh, without having seen what came before, even though there was some, uh, even though the, the show had a sort of a downturn at the beginning of season four. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, talk about bouncing back by the end of season four and then building to just some absolutely great stuff uh, throughout uh, throughout the season, you know, character-wise. And then I always really love the show just because, while it's a, a lawyer show, they delve into different types of cases a lot of the time yeah. than, uh, and in different ways. Uh, 
than uh, a lot of uh, lawyer shows do. They do have the occasional murder cases and stuff like that, but there's a lot of interesting sort of rip from the tech headlines type of stuff uh, that they do with a, a lot of, you know, sort of uh, companies that they have sort of standing in for things like a Google or, but they, they just, they just hit on a lot of interesting topics in some of the cases yeah. along with just the way they put the shows together and the pacing of it and everything. Uh, just, I can't really, uh, especially, I, I always hate saying that, but especially for network, it seems like such a uh, derogatory, <laughs> like, slam on network tv uh, since everything on cable is supposed to be so great uh <laughs> but uh but definitely one of the best shows uh right now on on network tv and uh highly recommended yes and i cried so much in this season <laughs> uh, but that's that's just me Oh no, I, I don't think you were alone in that. I, no, I don't think seeing I the reactions and the recaps and and everybody, you know, as the season went along, yeah, you weren't alone. So Jenny uh, has one uh, has a recommendation yep. as well. Yep. Um, well, by the time this podcast comes out, uh, the premiere of Candid Camera of the the reboot will have aired. Uh, it premieres tonight, Monday the eleventh, um, but it's airing every night this week through Thursday night. Uh, and then on Tuesdays, starting next week. And I'm recommending it for one reason, and that's Maya. She was great as Blossom. She's amazingly as Amy Farrah Fowler mm-hmm. on The Big Bang Theory. Uh, and But Maya herself is a crack-up. Uh, we saw her uh, as a judge on um, on the King of the Nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a genius in her own right, literally a neuroscientist. And I, yeah. there's a lot about her personally that I won't get into simply because a, this isn't the place and B it's very controversial stuff, but I think she'll be a great co-host on the reboot mm-hmm. of candid camera. The, the commercials with her, you know, really make me laugh. Uh, and she's co-hosting along with Peter Funt the son of Alan Funt, the original show's creator and host, um, which I think is really, really kind of a cool thing for him, uh, you know, for Peter to continue what really was a huge, I mean, Candid Camera was a huge thing. And so I think to continue that legacy is, is really kind of a fun thing. So, so yeah, that's, that's my um, recommendation. It's airing on TV land and uh, eight seven central, I want to say, but I could be wrong. No, yeah, eight seven central. So, cool. everybody should check that out. And that's our show. Do a little outro here. You can find links to the recommendations we made and the news stories we talked about, as well as where you can find Jenny online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com/slash two three eight. Let us know what shows you've been keeping up with this summer and what shows are no longer making the cut. Next week we'll be off, but we'll be back with a new episode to begin our fall TV preview series the following week. So no new episode on the 20th, but back on the 27th of August with our Fox Fall TV preview 2014. The opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promonet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title, put out by Yellow Dog Records. Thank you to Jenny for joining us. Yeah. It was fun. It's always fun. It is always fun. And Amory, enjoy your... uh... Warmish pizza and <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward to my now not hottest yeah and my season, now warm food and season two of Arrow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
And everybody have a good night. All right. And you guys too. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. All right. Thanks. Bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.